This is great. Just the three of us. You, me, and this brick wall you built between us. Frailty is a psychological thriller film released in 2001. It is directed and starred by Bill Paxton. The movie tells a story of two brothers and their father who are said to be led by God to kill demons who are disguised as humans. This movie is available on HBO Max. Spoiler alerts are ahead. The movie starts with Fenton Meeks going to FBI agent Wesley Doyle and telling him that his own brother Adam is the one responsible for the God's Hand murders. Adam has committed suicide and Fenton must fulfill his promise of burying Adam at the Rose Garden in their hometown. He begins to tell Doyle about their lives when they were kids and tells him that it's possible that all the God's Hand victims are buried at the Rose Garden. In the summer of 1979, Fenton and Adam's father comes home from work and tells the boys that an angel sent by God has led him to do an important task. The task is to destroy demons who are disguised as humans. The angel also gives their dad a list of people to destroy along with three weapons, an axe, a pipe, and gloves. The first person is a woman. The father knocks her out with the pipe and brings her home for the boys to see her death. He lays a hand on the woman and claims to see a vision of the evil things a woman has done. He kills her with an axe and forces the boys to dig a hole and bury the woman in the rose garden. Fenton is horrified, but Adam supports their father. During a car ride to the rose garden, Doyle reveals to Fenton that his mother was murdered, but the murderer was never caught. Fenton continues to tell more stories of the victims on the list. Fenton and his dad kill a second person, an elderly man. Again, before the victim is murdered, the dad claims to see a vision of terrible things he did. Fenton is still horrified by this, and his father makes him dig a massive hole in the backyard due to his lack of faith. The hole is made into a cellar, and Fenton gets put in it. During the killing of the third victim on the list, Fenton escapes the cellar and goes to the local sheriff to tell him about all the things his father has done. The sheriff goes to their house and looks in the cellar. Fenton's father kills the sheriff and blames the death on Fenton due to the sheriff being an honest man. Fenton's father locks him in the cellar for a week's punishment. During that week, Fenton realizes that his dad was right the whole time. Enlightened to hear of the new realization in faith, he lets Fenton do the next killing. Just as he's about to strike the next victim with an axe, he turns the axe on his father and kills him. Fenton is about to let the victim go, but Adam kills him with the axe instead. The boys bury both bodies at the Rose Garden. Fenton and Doyle arrive at the Rose Garden and reveals that he is actually Adam. Fenton was killed by Adam and is the real God's hand killer. Adam kills Doyle, but before he does, he lays his hand on him, and a vision of Doyle killing his own mother is seen, which is why Doyle was on Adam's list the entire time. After Doyle's disappearance, the FBI raid Fenton's home, and they find the God's hand killer list and Doyle's badge. FBI agent Griffin Hall goes to the local sheriff to announce that Fenton was the killer. The sheriff is Adam, and his plan to fulfill the list and placing blame on Fenton is complete. He shakes Hull's hand and says that he's a good man, which would exclude him from making his list. You know, it dawned on me halfway watching this movie that both Bill Paxton and Powers Booth are no longer with us. Yeah, that's right. Fuck cancer, man. Fuck. Yeah. C'est la vie, man. C'est yeah. la vie. Yeah. So welcome, everyone, to episode number two of beer in a movie with the Wee side boys we're your hosts i am ticky the dominator and i'm danny 
I gotta get you a nickname, brother. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Danny's a good enough nickname. Yeah, now nah, well, in due time, brother. In due time. All right. You know, and that was Frailty, a uh, very underrated film. So underrated that I didn't even know it existed up until last month. Yeah, I recommended this one to you. Yeah, thank first, you, brother. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, I first I, saw this movie. I want to say it came out in two thousand two, right? Uh, two thousand one. Two thousand one. That's right. Um, I saw it like on the USA Network, uh, like in mid afternoon, and I started watching it, and I was like, "Well, this this movie's kind of crazy," and uh, I just stuck through it, and I was like, "I like this movie. It's good." Yeah, fuck, it was real good, man. Like I, you know, I like to think that from two thousand and on. That's like my expertise of like fucking movies, you know, like, and I never heard of it. And it, it even blew my mind that Bill Paxton directed it because yeah. I'm a big fan of Bill Paxton, you know? Yeah. I think so. this movie, I don't remember around the time I was still in high school, but I think this movie, it didn't, it didn't do that well. I don't think it was that well promoted. I yeah. could be wrong. It was just crazy because they got Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. You know, and at that time he had done uh, like Ed TV. Do you remember Ed TV? Yeah, I yeah, love that right? movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Too. So it was like around that time he did Ed TV. And I, I even thought like his name was already big enough at that time. I mean, of course, not what it is now, mm. but I still thought like at that time his name was would have been big enough. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he said still not even just Ed TV. That was like his most recent, I think, like big mm -hmm. popular movie. Mm -hmm. But he had done. Um, what's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, Dazed and Confused. Right. And uh, what are some other big ones that he was in? Or was Days and Confused his first one? That, I mean, that sh that was kind of like his breakout, don't you think? I think so. I, I'm trying to... My Matthew McConaughey movie knowledge is... Yo, and even that, uh, you know, Titanic was huge. Bill Paxton was in that. Yeah, I mean, he of course, he wasn't the star in it, but... Bill Paxton was in Titanic? Yeah, or... he's... he's uh, when, when the elderly Rose is talking oh, the story... Oh, that's right. He's like the... Yeah. Helping with the... the uh... The exploration, part, yeah, right? okay, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, I mean, he he's not in it a whole lot, but he is in it. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, great fucking movie. I very much enjoyed it, and thank you, brother. And damn, I I recommend you the strange thing about the Johnsons. You recommend me this one, so I'm losing zero to one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we get too far into our discussion here, I guess we should talk about the kind of beer that we're drinking. Yeah, tonight. yeah, yeah. So uh, what are we drinking tonight, brother? Let them know. Uh, we're drinking the good classic Miller High Life. Um, Fuck yes, we are. This is a champagne of beers. Yeah, I think uh, in Frailty, Bill Paxton's beer of choice is a Miller Light, I think. I I'm, don't quote me on that 100, percent but mm -hmm. uh, saw this in the store, and you know I hadn't had Miller High Life in a good five, six years, so picked oh, it up. Oh man, I haven't had it in longer than that. I'd say like maybe eight years, mm -hmm. and then back then, because that's that's what we used to drink all the time was MGD, Budweiser, yeah. High Life. You know, we didn't care about taste and shit. We just cared about <laughs> getting faded. You know. Yeah, you know, you say what you will. I like craft beer and all this, all these fancy beers. But, As you do know, I. After like a long uh hard day of work something like this you know it's nice clean crisp it's got a little bit of like a, a light corn flavor to it mm -hmm. it's really refreshing i don't know it is and it cares about your wallet too yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, <laughs> definitely not a, a wallet buster yeah and dude i remember uh if you well we would call it a, a carton so it would be a 12 pack of 32 ounce bottles of miller high life Used to cost twenty two dollars twenty four cents. Jeez, and that's and that's how I know because I bought it so many fucking times uh -huh. that I knew the actual price twenty two twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have to, sometimes we'd have to get a dolly <laughs> from all the shit that we would buy. Yeah, 
But no, no, the Miller High Life is damn good beer. And yeah, damn, it's been a long time. Yep. And hell, let me get a swig real quick. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to frailty. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into um, dive into the the plot a little more thoroughly. But before we do, man, let's let's talk about the things that I that we liked about it in. I'll go first to say that what I really liked about this movie was the aden- with the attention to detail. So they made this movie, the setting was in 1979. So the cars look like it's from 1979. The design of the housing, 1979. Mm-hmm. And even the, the cans of beer. Yeah, the, the pull tabs. Fucking nice, man. Like, just <laughs> so good. Yeah. The clothing, uh, just so good. I, I like that a lot. Uh, little things like that go a long way in a movie. And I appreciate Bill Paxton for having the attention and detail on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, I think what I liked the most about this movie is just kind of like the way it sets it up. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when I, my favorite time watching this movie, obviously is the first time when you don't know what's going on. Right. Um, They just lay it out and they lay it out in one way. And you're just, you just kind of accept it as like, man, the dad's crazy. Like this is some crazy religious nut guy. And then, you know, you go through pretty much the entire movie thinking that. And then at the very end, they, you know, they do the 180. It goes into mm-hmm. like a little bit of supernatural. Well, I guess a lot of it, but, um, yeah, you didn't really see that coming. Fuck no. Yeah. And 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 then if you watch it a second time, it's like so obvious, right? Like it is to watch all the movies. Yeah. yeah right? once, so once you know, yeah. So yeah. So in the ending, right when it turns it around that that Doyle was the one that's that's fucked up. He killed his own mom. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you go, if you rewatch the movie again and you see the very beginning of the movie, the first thing you see Matthew McConaughey holding is the picture of Doyle's mom. Yeah. 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 You know, so th- there's got to be a reason behind that. Yeah. And then, right. Uh, Doyle's character, or Doyle says, um, he, uh, Matthew McConaughey tries to say something about his mother and he's like, you know, let's not talk, let's not talk about my mother. Yeah. So that's the se- that's actually the second time mm-hmm. he brought his mother up during the god's hand killing mm-hmm. so after the second time you're like okay there's something there there's gotta be a reason why he, he's brought it up a second time yeah i didn't but catch then, that but at then all. later in the movie when they're driving in they're driving in the car he brings uh he brings her up a third time right and then and then uh you can see doyle looking in his rear view or yeah in the mirror mm-hmm. and it it just brings tension there it's like okay he's brought him up he's brought this up a third time what the fuck, you know? Yeah, I never, I never picked that up until yeah. you said something. Yeah, so it's, man, it's, and it's real, it's real subtle. Damn, I, I like shit like that though. Mm-hmm. So when you watch it a second time, it it hits even harder, and I, I like shit like that. I mean, I wish I would know why Bill Paxton didn't go out of his way to direct more because this shit is fantastic, man. This is his only directorial, his first and only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did a lot of right here and. That's why I like this movie like quite a bit, and it's fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely like a little roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I thought I pretty much like the three characters, right? So Powers Booth, Bill Paxton, and Matthew McConaughey. I think all three of them did a wonderful job. I have nothing bad to say about their performances. The kids, I thought, did fairly well. Yeah, you know, um, I looked into the Wikipedia, and I didn't see anything. Afterwards, although uh, Little Fenton looked a little familiar, but turns out I never saw him in anything else after. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they ever did anything. Did, did he look familiar to you? 
No, neither of them looked familiar to me. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, you're right. Uh, yeah, they, nothing of yeah, uh, of notice, you know, after mm-hmm. afterwards and shit like that. Yeah, just Powers Booth and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, and I think I think Matthew McConaughey's wife at the end. I think she went on to do some other things uh-huh. that I've seen her, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I didn't even look into it. I think so, but yeah. oh, you know, another thing. Uh, I didn't bring this up in the plot points, but uh, the the gloves. Right, the gloves. The gloves was one of the the tools that the god or the angel had told him. Right. Yeah. So another. This goes back to the attention to detail. Is that he would he would hold uh he would have the gloves on, uh when he was like swinging the axe or when he was burying uh-huh. or digging holes and shit. Right. Yeah. It's when he took off the gloves when he would touch them and they'd see the vision. Yeah. You know. So, when you go back to Matthew McConaughey's character, when he's the older already, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, they do a little pan to his hands, and you see that his hands are all fucked up and blistered, and yeah, 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 which is telling you that he's still doing this shit. Uh huh. Yeah, I was a little thrown off by like the timing because like they got a lot of victims done when they were kids, so I don't know if he went the the entire time when he got older to do more of the victims, or he or this was just one big fucking plot to get Doyle. You know? No, it he it had to have been a uh he kept doing it the whole time because he took he took over after mm-hmm. his father died. Right. Um but the thing is that that's part of the thing is when they bring in the God Town killer, which is really Fenton, right? Right. He's he's doing it like loud and leaving a mess. Mm-hmm. But um the actual God Tan, like the I guess they're they're not named. He they're protected by God, so all the killings they do are never discovered. So he could have killed hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't really know that if that they are, were all at the Rose Garden, right? Mm-hmm. It would be stupid as fuck if he did that, because then there would be they run out of space and shit. You know? Yeah, but I think I think one of the shots where they show the Rose Gardens, there's like a ton, because yeah. even Doyle says he's like, there's way more than like eight people here, uh-huh. you know? Oh, but then he also says, oh, there's one missing, and then that's when uh, it occurs to him, right, that he's the fucking missing one, <laughs> right? Yeah, shit, just good shit there, man. I, it, it all just. Uh, did it so wonderfully, you know. I I don't really have anything bad to say about the movie, honestly. Yeah, I me either. Um, overall, I liked it. Like I said, I first saw this on cable television, so uh-huh. it was like edited and it had uh, commercial breaks in it. But it kept me all the way through the end. And yeah. there's nothing that I can say like I really didn't like it. It keeps you interested and engaged. Yeah, the whole like time. the runtime isn't bad either. Mm-hmm. So there's some times where like you'll watch a movie and you know you kind of oh let's see what time is it and shit like that. No. I was pretty much interested the whole time. Uh, if there is a, maybe a nitpick that I have, I would say maybe the because like early in the movie, in the movie, right? They have like a uh, it looks like they're coming out of school, right? Yeah, but it's like the summer. There's no unless they're in fucking summer school and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that part isn't really. Talked it it about. doesn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a nitpick, uh-huh. you know, because the. Uh, like during that time, it's like, okay, are they in school? And then all of a sudden, like, they're burying fucking ditches and shit. It's like, aren't, shouldn't they be in school? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. That, yeah but then again, true. it's summer, so yeah. Uh, you know, I just a little nitpick there. Yeah, nothing too, too bad. You know. Yeah, for me, I I don't catch a lot of the little details, so mm-hmm. like that, I that probably just didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Um. You know, I took uh I took filmography yeah. for one year. I fucking I love that class, man. So in that class, they uh, they tell you all about like shots, right? 
So when we were watching the movie, right, you would hear me say like, fuck, that's a good shot right there. Uh -huh. Right. So there's that one shot where um, they're in the cellar. I want to say it's the third victim or it could be the sheriff. I'm not not too sure. But there's a shot where uh, Bill Paxton uh, and Fenton are right there. And then you can see in the back going down the stairs is uh, Adam. And I remember I looked, I go, fuck, that's a great shot. Yeah, I remember you saying like, that. I remember dude, like, exactly everything's where it so was. perfect. Like if uh I can't really describe it, but like in filmography, you learn about, you know, like nose room and fucking headroom and all that bullshit. And it's because of that class that I appreciate films a little more. Uh -huh. Yeah. And there there is one movie, I will say that spoiler, we might get into later that fucking just blew my mind for and and all that, but it's not this one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you, huh, right? And uh, you heard me like yeah. say, "Fuck, what a shot!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so even even like cinematography wise, good shit. So when you were watching this movie, mm -hmm. what were you thinking? Did you see the ending coming, or like at what point did you figure out that things weren't as they seemed? No, when he lured Doyle into the the rose garden. So not till the very end, almost. Yeah, pretty much. So it had me on my toes the whole time. Uh huh. Which is what I like about this one because there's I've seen so many movies where I can see the twist coming ten minutes into the fucking movie. Yeah, right. Uh, this one nah, till the very end. Yeah, it's like, they, so they set it up so well where you just like that. It almost is like not even a possibility uh -huh. of you know them actually yeah you know seeing God because they they don't show it at all until the the very end where they where they like do like the rollback yeah. where like he it shows that. Uh, you know, the crimes they do and when, when he mm -hmm. lays his hands on them. Yeah. It's not until the end, right? Yeah. The, like the, the second victim, the old guy was a pedophile. Yeah. Right. Uh, we, we have no idea. Yeah. We just see him going to the store. Yeah. And then yeah. Bill Paxton's character just, you know, lays his hands on him and he yeah. just, he acts crazy and you're like, man, this guy's fucking crazier than a shit house rat. But <laughs> you know, it turns out yeah. that, you know, he actually did. He actually turns out did he was some, a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, the guy. Yeah. And then the, the fourth one, right. Uh, he was just a piece of shit to begin with, I think, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's like the only comedy in the movie. Yeah, your, your favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he rings the doorbell. His lady says, "Who is this? Mind your business, cunt!" <laughs> yeah, he yells off. <laughs> like what a piece of shit. So he kind of deserved it, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Eh, maybe he just had a bad day. <laughs> that could have also been. Some... <laughs> he needed a Miller High Life. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that also could have been like some of the foreshadowing, because yeah. all the the previous victims they weren't really, they weren't pieces of shit out front, right? Yeah. And then you see this guy and he's like a real piece of shit. And you're like, well, you know, maybe there is something wrong with this guy. Yeah. Because he was acting shady as soon as they walked up. Like, uh, but you know what, though, dude? I, I did suspect Doyle of doing something. Otherwise, they wouldn't have brought up his mother so many times. Yeah. See, I, 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 I didn't even pay attention to that. So yeah. him bringing up the mother, I just thought, like, yeah. he was his, trying to make small talk or so something. So to go back to that scene, though, in the because he brings up his mom a second time in the beginning, uh -huh. he says, he says, oh, you, you you have the exact same eyes as your mom. And he, like, looking at it the first time, uh, he says, why don't we just go back to what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're kind of seeing this, and you're just like, it's just a detective wanting to get back on track yeah. to do his fucking job, uh -huh. which uh, they did it they did it so well. Because I'm still like, okay, uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about the mom. Just what the fuck is going on here, But right? there's also, like, the way they were playing that angle is, like, maybe uh, – you know, Matthew McConaughey's character is just creepy. Like mm -hmm. he's a creepy killer. Well, the way he was looking. Yeah. 
at the picture, like he's just holding. It. It's like, okay, why is he holding the fucking picture? Yeah, and yeah. like uh, usually, like police interrogators, they don't they like to they like to keep all the questions on their end, right? So mm-hmm. when somebody's asking them personal questions, they get uncomfortable, right? And it's oh, like, yeah. so that's that that's part of it. Where like you think nothing of it. It's like this guy. This guy doesn't want to talk about his mother to some crazy killer. He just wants to, you know, get this guy talking. So that's that's another angle that they play that I thought was really well done. That yeah. like it throws you off, right? Yeah. Because you don't think anything of it. You're like, this guy's just a cop. He doesn't want to t- talk about his mother to this crazy guy. Yeah. And again, the detail too. When when he puts his hand on uh, Doyle, you can see that they made Powers Booth look a little younger. Yeah. Yeah. So just fuck, dude. Bill Paxton, <laughs> may he rest in peace. Fucking fantastic shit, man. Yeah. So, so this was uh, this was after Titanic. So I'm wondering, he like if he asked like James Cameron, like, hey, you think I could do this shit here? Well, Titanic was what 96? 97, 96, 97? 97, around there. Okay. You know, so they would have given him time. You know, he probably gave him pointers, dude. He probably did. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of actors that go on to direct. Yeah. Uh, he should have done more, man. Because this is this is good for for that to be his only one. Yeah, maybe he didn't because I, I don't. It's just too much stress, probably. You know? Well, I don't know. Did you look into how well it did in the box office? I don't think it did that well. So that was probably mm-hmm. like it was probably one of those things where like it didn't do too well. So you know, it's no, a hitting jam, man. Yeah, nobody wanted to give him another shot. Maybe so. I mean, that's definitely a part of it too, right? It's a shame it didn't, man. Because I appreciate this out, uh, this film, man. Yeah, like, it's good shit. And uh, to those who um, who want to see more, uh, if you like the performances of these uh, of these actors, we're gonna give you a couple to uh, to look uh, to look ahead of. First one, let's get into uh, a Bill Paxton movie that I think people should go out of their way and watch. He's not in it for a long time, but if you, I think this movie's on Netflix. If if you want to go out of your way and check out a movie called Nightcrawler. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Riz Ahmed, I believe Rene Russo's in it as well. It's a damn good movie. So check that one out. Bill Paxton's in it, but he's not in it for a big, uh, large amount of time. But he's in it nonetheless. Go and check that one out. Uh, have you? Do you have any other ones with uh, Bill Paxton you have in mind, dude? Bill Paxton. Uh... Oh, you know what's another one he was in? It was uh, Do you remember Weird Science? Oh, that's right. He's the brother. Yeah, Chet. Chet. I was gonna say, was it Chet? <laughs> yeah, he he turns into that ugly ass fucking monster at the end. I don't remember that part, but I do remember him being the the asshole brother. Yeah, dude. I think like a a, a young Robert Downey Jr. is in that movie too. Is he? Yeah, they're at the mall. Remember? <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, I have to. Yeah. That's one I haven't seen in probably twenty years. That's a good eighties movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that one was pretty funny too. I remember they did a show, a weird science show. Uh-huh. On the USA Network, I think. Uh, that sounds familiar, but I I couldn't I couldn't yeah. say I completely remember. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Powers Booth now, and uh, movie you should go out of your way and watch is Sin City. Yeah. Damn good, good movie. movie. It's a movie with a, a big old cast that includes one of my favorite actors, Benicio del Toro, has Mickey Rourke in it as well, mm-hmm. Brittany Murphy, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. May they both rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, who? Jessica Alba, Bruce Willis, Michael that's, Madsen. Yeah. That's, Fuck, it's, that's, that's a big cast. Yeah, there's there's more that I'm sure you're missing. Well, I think Tam, even... Tommy Flanagan's in it too for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, that's Chibs from Sons of Anarchy. Yep, yep. 
Man. Uh, I think- oh, by the way, since we're talking about Sons of Anarchy, dude, I, I grew my beard out because of a <laughs> Sons of Anarchy character. Really? Opie. Yeah. And it looks absolutely fucking nothing like his. I still need to watch that show. I, it's one of the ones I've Oh, sh- you haven't? Okay, I'm not. I'm going to shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. No, I, I, it's one of those ones I need to watch. I just haven't committed. I'd say it's in my like top five favorite shows of all time. I think the only other Powers Booth movie that I like, or well, I'm sure there's more that I can't think of, mm-hmm. but the one that always sticks with me is Sudden Death with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, who else is in that? Uh, there's, it's one of those terrible '90s action movies. I remember, remember when he dresses up as the penguin and and they're fighting in the the hockey rink, or not in the hockey rink, but in the like the back part where they their workout room or whatever. I've seen a lot of Van Damme movies. You never seen Sudden Death? Uh, I think I might have. I just uh, it's oh. not coming to mind right now. Oh, we should we should we should check that one out then. <laughs> there are, there's some really shitty ones that he did though. Yeah, that's one of those movies. But I've then ever... again, like. Like I am a big fan of Bloodsport. Yeah, but like I, I would look, I would go back and watch it. And the acting's shit, man. Well, yeah, it's terrible. Those <laughs> are like the I remember those movies are like the ones that my dad used to rent. Yeah, he always want these terrible movies, and then he'd make me watch them, and all he do, would do is complain the entire time. Be like, this movie's terrible. Like, this is awful acting. I'm like, yeah. why do you rent these movies? You know, but he would always do it. So I have yeah, to say, I can't explain it either. <laughs> There's so many shit movies that I like, though. Yeah. Yeah. And a grip of them have John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> like as a kid, I thought Street Fighter was fucking dope. Yeah, know? me too. Yeah, my dad took me to go see that one too in theaters. Yeah. And the Super Mario's movie, which yeah. is a pretty horrible movie. Oh, fuck, that movie was shit, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like Luigi doesn't even have a mustache. Like they couldn't get a mustache in John Leguizamo. Really? Fuck, dude. And then they don't even call Peach Peach. They call her Daisy. Oh, that's right. You know, I never thought of that. Yeah. Why? I wonder why. I don't know. The fucking Goombas have little heads. <laughs> But in the video game, like they have fucking big heads and little feet. It was backwards there, man. Yeah, I think they. Uh... Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Both Powers Booth and Bill Paxton were in, in my opinion, the greatest Western movie of all time, Tombstone. Oh, that's right. Yes, you, Fuck, you told me. Great movie. It has that's another movie with a big cast. It wow. has Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer who's yeah. a total fucking badass. Doc Holliday is like one of my favorite characters in a movie I've ever seen. Yep. He's so sick in it. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church yep. is in it as well. I'm blanking on his name, but Merle from The Walking Dead. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Exactly. He you know, plays McMasters. Yeah, as soon as you said his name, or as soon as you said his character name, I forgot. But, yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker. There we thank go. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton's in it for a little bit. He's just yep. there to get bitch slapped by Kurt Russell. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Billy Zane. This is no, he's in yeah, there, he's the theater bit. actor, and then you have uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, I was gonna say the there. guy with the mustache. Sam Fuck, dude, like, look at that! What a fucking cast, you know. So please go out of your way and watch Tombstone. It's so quotable. Uh, do, you know, I don't, I don't smoke. It's a disgusting habit, but that movie makes me want to smoke <laughs> just because of the scene when uh, with um, Rango, right, Johnny Rango, and, yeah, and Val Kilmer. They're in the, uh, yeah, they're in the the bar. And just ah, it seems so sick. <laughs> Love that shit. And I don't even speak Latin, nor do I want to. But just that scene was so sick. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, With the cup yeah. and you put the subtitles on it. It actually says what they're saying. It's it's pretty neat. All right, well, um, well, let's get to uh, Matthew McConaughey real quick. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of movies. Obviously, he won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, so go out of here. You want to watch that one? But something I want to bring up with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, please go out of your way. And it's not a movie. It's a show. 
Uh, Danny and I are currently watching True Detective Season 1. We're only a few episodes in. I already love it. Uh, has him and Woody Harrelson in it. Yeah, the chem- what a great fucking duo they yeah, are. The chemistry between them is is pretty phenomenal. Right, it's fucking great. Uh, just the the scenes when they're in the in the car, just driving, you're just talking. Like I want more of that, even though like Woody Harrelson's just telling him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, I want more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great show. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Ready to see some more of it. Yeah. And uh, overall, brother, I think it's time we give it a ranking. Yeah. And for those of you, uh, we have a ranking from one to 10. Uh, from eight stars and above, we are in elite range. And eight because the number eight in my name, Dominator. So 10 is an A, nine is an A, eight is an A. It goes on and forward. You, you get the point. So I'm going, you want me to get a ranking first, bro? Yeah, go for it first. Okay. Since it was new to me and I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a solid seven. So I'm going to give it a B. I, will, I wouldn't put it in elite range, but I think a seven would be a fair ranking for it. And I like the attention to detail. I like the acting. I can't say enough about Bill Paxton's directing in it. Um, can't really say much more. It's just, it's not quite elite though. I think a seven is a fair ranking in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I would pick it eight. Elite mode. Well, that's well. I don't know. I really it's like this eight. movie. I really like this yeah. movie. I it wasn't perfect. You know, it 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 had its flaws, but overall, it kept me engaged through the whole movie. And the first time I saw it, I was like, "Whoa, this is, this movie's awesome!" It it made me want to go like rent it. Like back then, you could still rent movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, oh no, my bad. I was about to say VHS. Yeah, it was still was VH- it? VHS. Well, no, I think no, right? DVD, I think yeah, yeah, DVD was around. You know, the mid two thousand. So like, so this movie came out in 01, but mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like oh one was like a few years ago, and it's fucking twenty yeah. years ago, man. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an eight for me. But I yeah. am, uh, I'm. Uh, it's got a, it's got a soft spot for you then. Yeah, I guess that that would be it more than anything. Well, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We're gonna wrap this one up. Please, please, please join us next week for next week's episode. It's going to be one of my favorite movies of all time. Please be on the lookout for that one. Remember to always be kind to one another. Love to all. Peace. See ya. that part out without bringing up Matthew McConaughey, did you? Thank you again for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week for the next episode. It'll be one of my favorite films of all time. It'll be Incendies, French Arabic film directed by Danny Villeneuve. So watch the movie, come back and join us for the discussion. Love to all, bottoms up.